Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Hello and welcome into the Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. My name is Melissa Hyuk and joining me to take a deeper look at brokerage fees today is Mr. Gavin Chia, Managing Director of Futu Singapore, the company behind online trading app Moomoo. Hello, Gavin. Welcome to the show. Hello, Melissa. Okay. Now, the commission fee okay, on Moomoo is currently uh, just reduced recently, right? Currently 0.003 US cents. Converted is 0.004 Singapore cents per share. Sure. That's practically free, isn't it? Uh, yes, to a certain extent, yes, you, it, it's practically free. I mean, because, uh, you, you know, I got to say, it's, uh, you know, uh, the, the fee is actually paid to, um, you, you know, to the exchange. So, uh, yes, I mean, in terms of the U.S. market, uh, yes, we, we are talking about we are waiving the commissions and it's a lifetime uh, waiver of uh, the commissions. And, uh, you know, the platform fee will be waived for a year. And, of course, uh, in terms of market data, we are giving it free in terms of a live market data. It's also practically zero dollar. Okay, so, so to, to clarify, this, mm. um, this fee uh, of 0.003 US cents is only when you trade uh, US stocks, right? Right on US markets through uh, your yes, app. Yes, uh, Melissa. Yes, you are. You are, you are correct. Ah, you are correct okay, okay. So for Singapore mm-hmm. trades, uh, yeah, for Singapore trades, uh, generally, I mean, uh, there is a commission of a uh, three basis point, or people will call it a zero point zero three percent, and uh, with a minimum of a sing ninety nine cents, zero point nine nine. So, um, I mean, uh, how we are looking at it? Of course, there is a uh, we call it the exchange fee. So okay. some people will call it the settlement fee, which is uh, also taken by SGX, uh, which uh, clients will need to also pay. But uh, I got to say, in terms of comparison, right, uh, right. we should be one of the lowest in the market. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So I suppose the thing is, what what uh, I mm. think lulls us into complacency is that zero point zero zero three. Oh, that's a practically zero, right? But when you multiply, <laughs> if you are fortunate enough, right, to have I don't know hundreds or thousand dollars of thousands sure. of dollars to buy, you know, uh, mm. trade in one share, then that actually um, does climb, right? That does add up. So, so how do your fees compare with other online brokerages? I think uh, maybe uh, that would be a very good question. Maybe I'll just uh, focus and uh, allow me to just elaborate a little bit more about the 0.3 cents okay. or the 0.003 cents uh, that we are charging in terms of uh, clients or we call it a settlement fee. Yeah. Uh, generally, I mean, uh, this fee will come in based on the number of shares that clients buy. Okay. So it will be charged on a per share basis. But of course, uh, we had also kept it at 1% of the whole transaction cost. Ah. So um, I, I got to say, so, you know, as much as we did cap, but uh, there is very little impact because, uh, you know, in terms of a uh, platform or rather mm-hmm. the Moomoo platform, mm-hmm. uh, we does not, you, you know, we, or we are, rather we doesn't allow uh, clients to trade penny counters. You, you know, how I define penny counters will be counters that are actually of a very small value. Some, some of them can be as low as one cent or right. even some of them can be just four or five cents. So clients can buy in terms of uh, a bulk of uh, 5,000 shares, 10,000 shares. That's where if you multiply, um, you know, in terms of uh, the amount will be so much bigger. Uh, of course, uh, on our side, um, you, you know, we also understand that, you know, sometimes uh, because of the volatility, um, right now in, um, you know, due to, you know, if you look at the macro economy, that's the, Russia-Ukraine mm. war and um, you know we understand things can get volatile mm. and sometimes price can change and that's why we decided just in case you know if, if the stock start to go downside mm. and we kept it at 1% and I got to say overall for this uh, whole promotions and why we want to have that uh, you know this promotion especially on the US market is because 
uh, you, you know, we, we want to be with the clients, especially in such a volatile time. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say the uh, U.S. market is actually our largest trading market in Singapore. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to have this promotion to give it back to clients itself. Mm. So the commission, uh, the commission, <laughs> the commission yeah. cap is really mm. important, isn't it? Because with what happened with that uh, Singaporean uh, last mm. week, who ended up, you know, with a fee settlement uh, amount of what twenty two thousand dollars for a trade that he made, that's like seven thousand mm. um, dollars. The would you say that the problem with, for for that for his experience was not just that he didn't read the email that told him about the increased fee, but also the fact that there wasn't a cap on the commission. Uh, yes, I, I got to say, sir, it, it really, um, you know, if I, if I want to put it on, uh, you know, how we view it from mobile point of view, as, uh, the chances of happening in Mumu will be much lower uh, because uh, clients may not be able to purchase uh, such a counter over here. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, sir, you know, um, sometimes uh, it, it does help, uh, you, you know, in terms of on our side, just to ensure if clients are a bit unsure, uh, we do have this fee calculator. So clients can choose the counters and clients can pump in and the fee will actually present itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got to say, uh, yes, I, I mean, a cap does really help and mm-hmm. it is very important and that's why we are very reactive when we saw such an article and mm-hmm. we worked on, on it as soon as possible and that's why mm-hmm. if you look at uh, you know, on our system, we, we will need a little time before we manage to tune it. But we hear clients and we have we are ready for such a, you know, just in case for such an incident mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, I, th- I think for, for investors in general, mm. you know, really, you, you just have to make sure you do your homework and, and really, really read the T's and C's, you know, even yes. every time the email comes. Actually, I, to, to be honest, I'm guilty totally of the <laughs> same thing. I get emails, I see it looks like a marketing email, I'll just delete even without opening up the email because you get sure. so much these days, right? Okay. Now, okay. Let's let's look at um, um, the trend, right? Uh, Mm. In terms of brokerage fees being so low. Now, when you reduce fees, right? Mm. um, And fees, you know, uh, depending on what fees, of course, we're talking about, some go to the exchanges, some are kept, right, uh, by Mm. the the brokerage itself. Um, But when you reduce fees, doesn't something have to give, uh, you know, to try and make back that same target, profitability target or revenue target that you have. Mm. So how do you make up for reduced income stream from reduced fees? Uh, okay, uh, Melissa, this is a very good question. Over here uh, on our side, um, you know, we do have other revenue streams. Um, you know, it can be interest income. Uh, it can be even, uh, you know, if clients did a bit of FX, uh, we, we do earn very little, uh, you know, some of it. But if you look at it uh, macroly, I mean, uh, Futu, has uh, 18 million. I mean, uh, Futu on uh, the whole group itself, we have 18 million users. And uh, in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of our every quarter reportings, we are in the money for nine quarter. So even if you look at our stock price, it's actually uh, way above the US $12. So I got to say, in terms of, uh, from a monetary point of view or from a revenue point of view, um, I, I got to say, so we are ready and we are ready to, you know, to, 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 to sort of in this volatile times to, to be able to do even better. So, of course, uh, if you look at other revenue source would be, uh, we had also, uh, you know, in Singapore launch our, uh, we are the underwriter and the main placement agent for one of the Singapore counters. So, we will be doing more on the IPOs and, um, you know, that will be another source of revenue that will be also be coming in itself. And uh, maybe just a little bit more, um, sometime this year, we also will be receiving the full, uh, you know, members uh, of SGX. So, we 
will be, you know, a clearing member of both derivatives oh. and equities. So okay. that will allow us to even streamline even more in terms of our operations. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, I mean, we are, we are well prepared and we have studied those. And, um, you, you know, we, we, in terms of revenue, um, I've got to say it's, uh, it will be of a uh, later concern. And uh, maybe just one last thing is we are looking to expand, uh, you know, in terms of our whole headcount. Mm-hmm. I mean, globally, we mm-hmm. are looking mm-hmm. to expand 20% mm-hmm. in terms of our workforce. Mm-hmm. So um, this will be something that, uh, yeah, we also like to share. Too. And I'm sure you like to talk about your uh, initiatives in Singapore. I, mm-hmm. I am seeing like some quite interesting um, titled ones, like uh, U.S. Stocks Campaign, SUSS mm. Investment Challenge, uh, AIPs for SGX members. What are these all about? Ah, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, AIP will be the one that uh, I, I just shared because, uh, you know, we thought as an SGX clearing member, to, before we are able to get a full clearing member, mm-hmm. uh, we actually receive uh, the approval in principle. Um. So uh, that's the AIP itself. And uh, with regards to SUSS, uh, we are working uh, with uh, various universities. Mm-hmm. So um, we, uh, I just came back, uh, I got to say, uh, a few weeks ago. And that was, uh, we did a portfolio management competition. With, uh, so we have NUS, NTU, SUSS oh. uh, students, uh, you know, they sort of compete. And they, it, it was a two-month effort. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, uh, I am totally very impressed with, uh, you know, what they presented and um, you know, the CEO of uh, UOB Asset Management was also there. So uh, we had a hard time deciding, uh, you know, who, who, who's the winner. But uh, it's <laughs> yeah. all good fun. All good fun. Yeah, you're yeah. probably there to shop for new employees as well, right? Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Since you yeah. said they're so promising. And what, and what about this campaign for US stocks? What is that about? Why do you need one even? Oh, okay. Um, generally, for the US stocks will be the, the campaign that I just shared in terms of uh, lifetime 0% oh. uh, commissions and, uh, you know, one year waiver of uh, the platform. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay, so that's that, that will be okay. the one. And uh, maybe I can just add on a little bit more with the, uh, we recently has also signed an agreement with uh, Barclays, mm. uh, Barclays Private Bank. Mm-hmm. So we do have uh, quite a chunk of high net worth and ultra high net worth and or even family offices. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, with this uh, Barclays partnership and with, mm. uh, we hope to even value add to, to various clients over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I reckon being being a trading platform such as yours, you, you, you know, every time people make trade, you know, you have that kind of information and data on, on how people are trading and all that. What are the mm. trends that you've been seeing uh, from the people who have used your app? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, maybe, uh, okay, I, I mean, this will be very interesting questions over here because how we are looking at it, we are, I mean, uh, we are always looking at the, the big data. So maybe just to share a little bit more about what we realized was, uh, you know, the average Singaporean male investors was, uh, you know, trading uh, many more times as compared to a female investor. Oh. And we are actually looking at, uh, you know, the trading patterns and we start to realize that, um, you know, for male investors, they may be looking at, um, you know, buying and selling, but, um, you know, most of the female investors, they are looking at slightly long term. Mm. So with this statistics, we are also catering in terms of the products. Um, how we can cater to the needs of, uh, you know, in terms of the different trading behavior itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also realized those uh, male investors aged above 40, uh, they were actually the most active one. Ah, so uh, okay. um, they trade on average like 52 times in 2021. So as compared to the same age group of females, they traded like 29 times. 
Okay. So we are, we are using all these statistics and uh, yeah to understand a bit more about how Singaporeans and different age groups they reacted to trading. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting you should mention the age group because I suppose in, in the people in their forties uh, in general mm. uh, are there to uh, you know in a, a prime of their time to accumulate wealth, right? So perhaps that's why you're seeing more trading pattern there. But what about uh, the millennials and Gen Zs? Because I, I noticed that we've got. Uh, you know, youths, right, who are starting the investing journey, um, you know, already compared with uh, a lot yes. of us, you know, wait until we get a salary and all that. But we've got all these, <laughs> you know, young people already starting with, I don't know, pocket money from their parents saved up. True, true. So what kind of trend uh, are, you, are you seeing in the millennials and Gen Zs? Yeah, I mean, uh, Melissa, I mean, uh, just uh, just before I come to a serious point, yes, I have spoken to quite a number of, uh, you know, people who are the youth, especially they are in their 20s. Uh, they, were, they were telling me that they are coming out with some portfolios and they are thinking of retiring at the age of 45. So I was joking, I was a bit late over here, but... Coming back on the on your serious <laughs> point over here yeah. was that uh, you know the youth nowadays. I mean, I gotta say, so they are they are a bit different. Uh, why is because um, you, you know I gotta say, uh, you know, for our eighty percent of our clients uh, age eighteen to around forty nine, and I gotta say, quite a chunk of them are actually uh, in the younger tier. And what mm-hmm. we realized that uh, you know. To to itself, uh, you, you know, we have like created more than 300 YouTube clips mm. and uh, a lot of them on education, on sharing. And, um, you, you know, I start to realize um, in terms of uh, our apps, uh, you, you know, I understand that there's, uh, you know, when I talk to some of them, there are a lot of different sources in the internet that mm. they can find information. Mm. But, uh, you know, Mumu is, you know, is starting to be a trustworthy and responsible apps mm. uh, where they can actually find information in it and even look at the pricing or even in our Moon community where they can discuss on uh, various topics. And uh, I, we, we start to also realize that for the younger investors, when they when they have any inquiries, uh, nowadays they were they they may even come into the Moon community and start asking questions. For example, mm. mm-hmm. you know, how do I deposit uh, money in Moon apps? And you will start. You will be surprised. You will start seeing people who whom they may not have known, and they start coming in to help them. Mm. Um, so mm. these are these are things that I got to say is um, you know it, it's a little bit cha- it's changing. Mm. And uh, mm. I got to say, in terms of Mumu, we have been um, you, you know in terms of products, in terms of uh, you know information, um, you know it's becoming a place where um, the younger group of people are coming to Mumu, and they, they are spending you know on average thirty minutes. Okay. Everything okay. on, on okay. our apps itself. And, and to clarify, yeah. there is, yeah. of course, a minimum age uh, before people can use your app, right? Uh, yes, Melissa. It's uh, age 18. Okay, very yeah, good. I'm glad you have all safeguards there as well. But yeah. you know, Kevin, time really flies. We're having okay. a good conversation. I'm afraid sure. I've got to move on to 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 news already. So no thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot, Melissa. Thank you. Thank it's you, been, thank it's been you. great thank talking you. to you. Gavin Chia, sure. Managing Director of Futu Singapore. Well, thank you for staying with us on The Solar Business. I'm Melissa Hyang for the Workday Afternoon. You are with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.